we've been out in the mountains trekking and around campfires and doing all these fireside chats. It was like the floodgates had opened and all everybody wanted to do was talk about mental health because I can guarantee that if somebody isn't suffering, they know somebody who is suffering that's close to them. And to be able to give people that platform and the ripple effect that that's subsequently then had within an organization is huge. Welcome to the Knowledge Institute podcast, the Brilliant Basics edition, where we talk about digital disruption, design, and future work. The topic today is employee wellness. This topic is extremely timely, and as well as a topic that's on many corporates' mind today. My name is Anand Verma. I'm the European Head of Digital Services for Emphasis and founder and CEO of Brilliant Basics. I'm absolutely delighted to welcome Lucy Bennett-Bags, who is the founder and CEO of Just Challenge, We'll talk a little bit more about Just Challenge in a second, but first of all, uh, welcome, Lucy. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Great. Thanks for uh, being part of this podcast. Lucy, you know, we're really excited to have you. It's a very, very important topic we are going to discuss and converse about. But before we kick this off, Lucy, it'll be great for the listeners to hear more about your background, a little bit about yourself, uh, your journey so far, and of course, what's it like to be a female entrepreneur in Asia? Yeah, perfect. So I was born in, in the UK and went to university in Newcastle and studied a marketing degree, which led quite nicely on into a graduate scheme with HSBC. And I spent seven years with HSBC in their sponsorship and marketing teams. And through that experience, I very much noticed the shift from traditional big ticket sponsorships and and marketing expenditure into events and campaigns with purpose and meaning that really connected the whole ecosystem internally with CSR, employee engagement, um, leadership development, and client relationships and the importance of delivering meaningful and purpose-led campaigns and events. So so sort of following seven years of HSBC in 2017, I left HSBC and set up on my own and set up Just Challenge, which really is is an agency that's designed to work with large corporates on their employee engagement and health and well-being objective. Based out in Singapore, as you mentioned before, I did a five-year stint in, in Hong Kong previously. And it's been a really interesting journey, the, the entrepreneurial journey, particularly, as, as you mentioned, as a female entrepreneur and one in Asia. It's been an incredibly challenging um, but rewarding journey from the get-go. So I think when you're privileged enough to be within a large corporate, it's a very different environment and dynamic to then become an entrepreneur. And it's certainly come with its, with its challenges, with its highs and its lows. I think somebody said to me before I set up the business, just be careful what you're doing because you live and breathe it. And they're absolutely right. I, I, I have lived and breathed every moment of it since I set it up in 2017. But it's been the most incredible journey. Um, and I've learned more than I ever expected I would learn along the way. That's, that's amazing. And I think a lot of people will get inspired by this as well. And having the experience of working in a big corporate as well as running a startup, I think you learn from both of these kind of situations and you know what you have been able to achieve in last two and a half years in building just challenge into what it has become has been incredible and we'll talk more about that in a second before we start lucy 
Marnix uh, Alkiboom, who's, who's the managing director of Danone, said, if health is the essence of your brand, it all starts with taking the health of your workforce very seriously. I'm really keen to understand from your perspective, uh, Lucy, with regards to the whole employee engagement and wellness. <clears throat> what does it actually mean, right? And what are some of the misconceptions in uh, large corporates or companies' minds uh, about employee engagement and wellness? And this has come to its fore, basically, especially in, in the current situation. But I, I would be delighted to hear more about how you're thinking about the employee engagement and wellness. The wellness space is a very interesting space, particularly with corporates. And I think that there are a lot of misconceptions around, firstly, in the investment that's required in ensuring employees are engaged in their health and well-being, but also the way in which it's delivered internally. And I think that for a successful employee engagement campaign to be executed across businesses, it needs to be led from the top. So in terms of investment, I think that, and, and not necessarily well-being teams, but, but organizations can be guilty of, of seeing it as a cost rather than an investment. And I think I strongly believe, and I'm very passionate about the fact that Successful businesses are made of people, of humans that require support and guidance in how to be the best versions of themselves, both their physical health, their mental health, but also being social, being provided the opportunity to better that well-being experience. I think there's a lot of nervousness when it comes, particularly at a time like now, when budgets are being slashed left, right and centre. I think it should be one of the things that remains on the agenda in terms of investment. It shouldn't be seen as a cost, should be seen as actually providing an opportunity for businesses to further prosper by investing in their people. And do you think, Lucy, that you know a lot of C-suite talks about employee wellness, but when time comes to invest in it, there is a bit of difference in their approach? Yeah, every company we talk to is at a very different stage within their well-being journey. Some are very, very far along the way, and they've got amazing employee well-being teams and initiatives that are being rolled out across their organizations. They've got internal members of staff that are counselors, clinical psychologists. The support that we've seen in some of those internal teams is outstanding but it's been pretty eye-opening to talk to a lot of brands that actually are quite far behind within their journey and I think they've got a lot of catching up to do. For me I think unfortunately that's the nature of these large corporates. These initiatives and directions take time to implement and I think that in order not to be left behind particularly at a time where people's mental and physical health is really being challenged I think that people need to take a faster and more flexible approach to implementation of employee well-being programs. From corporate perspective or company's perspective, Lucy, do you think the challenges, and I'm really sure that our listeners will like to understand what those are top five, top six challenges there are, uh, especially in the current situation. Uh, but also, do you think that challenges are understood? Because you know what I'm finding in, in our own business is you know, when people used to work from two or three core offices before, now they're working from 200, 300 offices, their home offices mainly. And all of a sudden, the problem has become 100 times more and the challenge has become 100 times more. Two questions for you. One is, what are some of the bigger challenges that kind of current situation presents? And second, is there an understanding of those challenges from the employer perspective? To answer your second question first, I think that 
companies can be very guilty of assuming that they understand what employees need and actually not listening to the voice of the employee and actually really understanding, as I said before, employers, managers, leaders are all humans and it's really understanding what their human needs are, but hearing it from them. So I think before any sort of employee engagement program is implemented, it's really important to encourage the voice of, of the employees and understand actually what companies can do to support them rather than just assuming that certain initiatives will tick boxes, for example. Yeah, it's a good one. And I think this has been a big one because every company, to your point, is different, isn't it, in, the, in terms of their approach. So one policy or one solution will not work for every company in this kind of situation. And that brings me to the kind of next topic on our discussion, Lucy, which is about Just Challenge, right? The reason you started the, the company. What is the mission, vision of the company, You know what you're aspiring to do? Uh, but also, what's the journey like since you started the company? Yeah, so I worked at HSBC for a long time in their marketing and events team and saw how the sort of world was changing and people wanted more meaningful and purpose-led events. Um, so in 2017, I left HSBC and set up Just Challenge, which is traditionally an, an events agency that brings employees, leaders, stakeholders together to incredible locations around the world to raise money for charity whilst driving employee engagement, um, CSR objectives and the health and well-being of employees. And over the last year or so but sort of accelerated over the last three or four months we've really moved into delivering on these objectives through digital so providing corporates with a platform to engage their employees in the health and well-being and purpose of organizations through a digital platform which has enabled us to really drive communities across organizations enable them to connect with one another but to dive into their, their health and well-being through content, um, live sessions, and, and much, much more that we would have traditionally delivered through events themselves. So really just challenges an agency that, that works with large corporates on delivering purpose-led campaigns, both through events and digital. Love it. And what I really love about it is your ability to move at speed and connecting the physical with digital and amplifying the uh, the message, but also opportunity for everybody to connect with the platform as well, which is absolutely fantastic and well done from moving, you know, from startup to almost on the journey of scale up. Thank you so much. It's been quite the journey. It's a really good one. And I think, you know, what is really exciting is not just the challenge part for the mental wellness of the employees but also there is a sense of community right which is a big part of this idea that's coming up right which is stakeholder capitalism right so stakeholders are not just your shareholders the stakeholders are your community the planet the climate all of these different things so it looks like you're bringing the companies but also there is a planet and community aspect which is key to just challenge business strategy yeah and that's really the foundations of why we exist is to be able to give corporates a platform to demonstrate their care, to bring people together in a, in a safe environment, and to really focus on their mental and, and physical well-being, as well as driving bonds and connections across organizations. 
so yeah that's really why we are where we are now and it's been a really interesting journey the last couple of years we've brought on some of the world's biggest organizations and helping them activate their purpose and and look after their employees and things have changed significantly with covid-19 and not being able to travel not being able to bring people together and and our role as as a trusted agency of these corporates is to now continue to drive that engagement purpose connectivity um investment in their people um but virtually for now that's brilliant uh, you know when we were doing the research for this podcast with our team one of the things that came out was a lot of the corporate wellness programs only recognize the physical component of health and what you're doing is combining the physical mental and the community all of them together will that be a good reflection of just uh, challenge work yeah absolutely and i think that they all holistic wellbeing and looking at it across multiple different pillars is so important physical wellbeing on its own isn't going to cut it nowadays and i think when people have been isolated and working from home with limited social interaction mental health is there is without a doubt been a huge impact on the mental well-being of of employees so our purpose really is to bring people together virtually for now ensure they do feel connected that they do feel part of a wider team and give them the tools and the resources to engage in their physical and mental well-being across a number of different pillars all right i hate to mention the c word which is which is covid-19 coronavirus uh lucy we have talked a little bit about this for last two three months how has this changed two things one is employers approach to wellness but also yeah, how has it affected you and your business as well because all of a sudden from moving from events you have to look at a completely different approach totally and at this challenge our community has been built through physical events today um and we take people on amazing experiences to trek around the world to raise money for charity and and we build these awesome experiences to ensure that people feel connected to one another and and our community has been very physical in that nature and yes we've nurtured it online but it it's not been how the community has been driven to date and covid-19 has forced us to reevaluate our strategy and and as i said we have a responsibility for our clients to ensure that we're continuing to drive purpose and engagement across organizations and we have subsequently executed on our digital strategy far quicker than i think we ever would have done if covid hadn't been hadn't been around yeah and um, you know we talked about the word pivot word which you don't like so we we kind of <laughs> we kind of uh, agreed to agreed with the word accelerate which is a really good word and and i think you know acceleration is led by the necessity as well and you know this is also kind of helping you shape your own kind of strategy for the future how do you see digital playing a role when things come back to normality or whatever the normality definition is yeah and it's a really brilliant question because i think traditionally over the last couple of years we've very much been an event agency that has been complemented by digital I think we'll leave this period of COVID-19 being a digital business of which events complement it. That has always been something that we've worked towards. It's always been part of our strategy. This period of 
time that we we never thought we'd really have, we have really used to, I guess, switch the business around and focus on how we build our digital community of people. We provide them with the resources and the tools that they require in terms of feeling connected, invested in their health and well-being. And we build that out and we continue to raise money for charity. We continue to drive purpose. And that is then when events come back, events will then complement that community. But it's really switched our thinking and our mindset. And that has been an amazing journey. And I think that COVID-19, and, and as horrendous as it's been for so many people, I think for a lot of businesses, it's really forced us to, and, and other businesses around the world, to rethink, rethink strategies and what will ensure they survive through the now, but really thrive once things return back to normal. Yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant point. And um, stay with us, everyone. By the way, this podcast is remotely recorded. It's a collaboration of three different locations. Lucy, who's in Singapore, our producer in Italy, and a couple of our team members uh, in London recording the podcast. Once again, you're listening to the Knowledge Institute, the Brilliant Basics edition, where we talk about future of digital, future of work, and startups. Today, our topic is employee engagement and wellness. I'm delighted to be joined by Lucy Bennett-Bags, who is the CEO and founder of Just Challenge, an exciting startup focusing on employee engagement and wellness. Lucy, I'm going to fish for some compliment because we've been working together the last, let's say, 10 weeks or so. And as you talk about moving from an agency business to a kind of a combination of agency and a digital business, if I may, the shift, the pivot, the acceleration is already happening. And in a record time, you launched a platform and you know we work together, but the passion and the commitment that I've seen from you and your team has been remarkable and achieving impossible as well to kind of change the way you guys approach things. So I'll be really keen to hear about, first of all, the speed that you guys are operating uh, at. And secondly, the role of this uh, digital platform that you initiated the work on within launching within, I think, 10 or 12 days, which is insane in the current situations. Would you shed some light on on that shift of working with someone like us, but also launching a platform this quickly? Yeah, and it's been quite the journey, launching things as quickly as we have. And as I touched on beforehand, we have a number of big clients around the world who rely on us to deliver employee engagement campaigns with health and well-being at the, the center of everything we do. We really needed to deliver and deliver quickly to ensure that they are able to continue to drive purpose and meaningful content and, and campaigns across the organization whilst people are working from home. So I think there was quite a lot of pressure on us as a business to come up with a solution. And that's where the entrepreneurial mindset really comes into play and is quite useful because you don't really have a choice. You have to move quickly and your team have to move quickly with you. I'm surrounded by brilliant, hardworking, incredibly driven team who will execute and can execute very quickly, which obviously helps. But I think I identified very quickly that we didn't have the digital expertise in-house that was going to be able to do this as quickly as, as we needed to. And through various connections with HSBC, we stumbled across Brilliant Basics and yourself and Anand. And you guys were amazing and, and you understood the vision so quickly for us and the gap in the market and how we could bring what we do in our events in terms of 
health and well-being, um, engaging people, connecting them socially and giving back. And you were able to execute that digitally for us. And that was amazing. So it wasn't just finding an agency that could deliver it digitally, but actually finding an agency that really understood what we were trying to achieve and helped us get to get to where, where we needed to. And we're equally as passionate. I think at, at one point there was confusion as to who worked for who because your team was so passionate about what we were trying to execute, which is so nice to hear. It was a pleasure and it was a huge rush and it was stressful and we learned a lot along the way, but, but we definitely couldn't have done it without Brilliant Basic. Thanks, Lucy. And, and I think, you know, uh, when we did a review internally, one of the highest satisfaction score for any project in the company's history was Just Challenge. People really felt uh, vested, right? They were emotionally vested in Just Challenge and the speed they're working at. And I think it's quite exciting, right? Regardless of where the teams are based, right? People are really able to give their focus in the problem solving, right? And I think that partnership was so exciting. And, and the other kind of noteworthy comment is the team was really small and young as well. And, and what we have realized is with the right multifunctional team members, right, multidisciplinary team, team members, right, digital natives uh, around this with a, with a leader who's kind of uh, leading them, I think huge things could be achieved in a shortest amount of time as well. So thank you for the opportunity. We enjoyed it a lot. And it's, it's certainly a shining case study for us internally at BB. Uh, and we kind of talk about it with a lot of excitement as well. So in terms of the kind of moving back to the corporate topic, and we're talking about this last couple of days in preparation to this podcast, uh, Lucy, you know, embracing employee wellness and embracing employee engagement. You know, we're talking about the word stigma yesterday. And stigma is more of, more of a, you know, hey, is this something that we should talk about? You know, should we keep it, you know, in the company? Should we talk about openly? We were, yesterday, we're talking about how to turn this into a positive, how to kind of listen to employees, how to listen to communities, right? Given you've been working in this space for last two, three years, I would love your views on how corporates can start to think about this as a positive rather than just a stigma uh, in terms of employee wellness and engagement. It's been a really interesting journey to watch how the stigma around mental health and employee wellness has evolved, particularly in Asia. And having moved from uh, mental health and employee well-being is something I'm incredibly passionate about. And we're very privileged, or I was in the UK, to be surrounded by so much support and encouragement in terms of speaking out. And then to move to Asia and to see where they're at in their mental well-being and the, the stigma that surrounds that. They are years and years behind UK, the US. And that's quite interesting for us as a business because we come in with the mindset of celebrating people speaking out and encouraging that social connectivity and a platform to enable the voice of the employee. And and it's a domino effect. Once one person starts to speak out, then more and more people speak out, and particularly if it's led from the top. And you can see that with um, brands like AXA, who the CEO is coming out and talking about his journey with mental health and his story. And that then removes the stigma through the whole organization. And I think it's really about actions rather than words. You can tell a story to your employees all 
day every day. But for it to really land, I think it needs to come through human interaction and social connectivity and enabling people to talk about their mental their mental health. So I think that that Asia is certainly catching up and it is starting to embrace employee wellness and smash the stigma as as we talk about out here. Um, but they've certainly got a long, long way to go. And what's been a real privilege is helping companies on their way to doing that. And a really good example, and it's not in the digital space, but from our sort of traditional events side of the business is we took 100 Barclays employees into the Himalayas and we raised funds for mental health charities and we took mental health ambassadors and psychologists with us and we talked about mental health and we started with a fireside chat and one of the ambassadors asked people to put their hands up and tell their story and and nobody would put their hand up. It was incredible to watch because it's so far removed from their normal culture. And by the end of this four-day experience, we'd been out in the mountains trekking and around campfires and doing all these fireside chats. It was like the floodgates had opened and all everybody wanted to do was talk about mental health because I can guarantee that if somebody isn't suffering, they know somebody who is suffering that's close to them. And to be able to give people that platform and the ripple effect that that subsequently then had within an organisation is huge. So I think it's changing. I think there's definitely still a stigma there and I think that large corporates are going to really fall behind um, the small businesses and the startups that are really embracing it um, if they don't be proactive and look at solutions that's really going to address these issues which are there more than ever before particularly with COVID-19. Yeah it's a it's a really good point and I think uh, large corporates also sometimes feel that this is a cost rather than, you know, value uh, gained. And, you know, happy employees means happy customers, right? As Richard Branson said uh, in his own kind of strategy. And what is really exciting, you know, the example that you're giving, and, and the event sounds amazing, by the way, to kind of track and have access to uh, psychologists and access to support as well. And you feel comfortable sharing your views and kind of getting feedback as well. What is really exciting is uh, at the heart of all of these activity, you know, the desire to give employees permission to take care of themselves, right, through promoting this culture of mental and physical health is really exciting. And I'm hearing that that's really core of what uh, you're doing as well. And now with the digital platform and the physical events connected together, this could amplify even further. Uh, which means that we can reach, uh, you can reach to many employees around the world, despite the current situation or people working from home. And I think, you know, the this process leads to kind of creating and sustaining the culture of looking after each other. Do you also see that the work you're doing kind of starts to impact the company's culture thereafter? When people come back from the event, back to their work, it start to kind of permeate through the uh, corporate or organizations? Yeah, definitely. And we, we, as part of our campaigns, we empower people to be change makers within their organizations. So to give them tools to then go back and, and champion what they've learned within the events. But exactly as you said, I think digital only then further amplifies this. And we're working with a, an organization at the moment. They've got 250,000 employees. And there's no way we could ever do an event for, for all of them. So we have come up with a, with a year-long campaign that, that is three different challenges. It's a virtual challenge. There's then a series of local challenges that brings people together for a short amount of time. And then there's the global challenges that sit, sit next to that. 
But as part of the virtual challenges, through our wellness platform, we have designed and, and curated some amazing well-being content across mental health, physical health, exercise, yoga, mindfulness, everything that talks to holistic well-being. But actually, we've called it Take 20. That came from the top. And for us, that was so exciting because that was somebody very, very senior signing off the approach that says you should take 20 minutes a day to invest into this platform. And that for us is a game changer because that has set the tone and set the change within organizations from the top that allows and enables people to take 20 minutes of their day to invest in their well-being. And I think that's so important. And as I said, I think that you can give employees all the tools in the toy box, but if you're not giving them the time and encouraging them to take the time to invest in them, then they're useless really. So we can design all the tools and, and platforms, but it's, it's really, I think it's so important to be led from the top. Absolutely. And, and you know, it's talk the talk, walk the walk, like you said, and it's top down driven as well. And I think a lot of good news as well. A lot of companies are really pushing this agenda from their approach, their ways of working as well. So while a lot of corporates still have to catch up with this, but I, you know, what you're saying is that this could be a successful platform for conversation to not just kind of invest in this, but also create significant value, uh, both from emotional and financial perspective. Lucy, thank you so much for uh, the discussion points. One of the, my last question was, if you had to kind of, you know, give some tips to a CEO you happen to meet virtually or physically somewhere, what they should be thinking about, just a few tips, three, four points they should be thinking about with regards to employee engagement and wellness. For me, the biggest piece of advice I'd give any CEO is to lead by example and to ensure that employees can connect with his or her vision, feelings, human emotion and their own investment in their well-being. And if you see that, then that, that then subsequently enables you to make change as well. I think to remember that everybody's human and to be ensuring that the tools and the support are there to be able to enable them to better their physical and mental well-being. And I think just to not underestimate the impact that COVID may have had on so many people's mental health. I think that a lot of CEOs at the moment are probably chomping at the bit to get back to the normal as we know it. And everybody's workloads will either go through the roof if they haven't already. And I think it's just remembering the impact on mental health that has probably come off the back of the pandemic that spread around the world. Fantastic. Thank you. And I think it's become more important than ever before. Lucy, we have a tradition on our podcast to talk about your favorite book that you've read or reading at this point in time, and also some of the reasons and some takeaways from the book as well. Yeah, so coincidentally, and really my favorite book of a very long time is a book called Lost Connections by Johan Hari. It's very much talks to mental health and sort of starts by opening up about all of the medical background and the research and investment into research that's gone into mental health and how that's been funded, which has predominantly been by the pharma companies who obviously make the antidepressants that support mental ill health. But what he does is he uncovers eight different connections that he feels as humans we have lost along our journeys. 
Um, and he identifies them as losing a connection with nature and losing a connection with meaningful work and losing a connection with your family and your friends and losing connection with meaningful values. And, and he breaks them up into eight different um, lost connections. And then he talks to how you can reconnect with those values and nature and well-being in order to support your mental well-being and it's one of the best books I've ever read it's very very eye-opening and even if you're not suffering from any mental ill health or depression it really helps you to understand why people are going through what they're going through and how you can subsequently support them in rebuilding those connections to a better mental well-being it's honestly brilliant one of the best books I've read Fantastic recommendations. And I think, you know, just to kind of take that lost connection book, you know, it also shows that corporates sometimes might lose connection with their employees if they don't focus on the wellness uh, engagement part of it as well. So the book title is amazing, but also a reminder of what we should be thinking from a corporate and organization's perspective. Lucy, thank you so much for being part of the podcast. We talked about your journey. We talked about, you know, the wellness definition uh, just challenge the mission and the vision. We also discussed uh, some of the stigma part, also misconception, also you know what corporates could do to make the employee engagement better and thriving within the company. Just to wrap it up, uh, Lucy, how can people find you online? So my email address is lucy at just-challenge.com and I'm on LinkedIn as Lucy Bennett Bags, which unfortunately is a surname I can't hide from. So it won't be difficult to track me down. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being part of this discussion as well. I'm confident that listeners will enjoy listening to this conversation. And I really enjoyed talking to you today and wishing you full of energy, power, engagement for the future endeavors as well with Just Challenge. But thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Anand, for having me. My pleasure. Everyone, you've been listening to the Infosys Knowledge Institute, the Brilliant Basics Edition, where we talk about digital disruption, design, and future work. Thanks to our producer, Yulia Debari, and the entire Knowledge Institute and Brilliant Basics team. I also want to especially thank Kate for researching for this podcast as well. Until the next time, keep learning, keep sharing, and stay safe.